Hello and welcome to the 40th episode of The Sausage Factory, which is brought to you by Spong.com and hosted by me, Chris O'Regan. In this show, we interview video game developers and ask them about the start industry, what the influences are and who inspires them. Split into two halves, the show initially focuses on the developer themselves, and in the second half we discuss the game they're here to promote, which in this case is Voxel Field by Psycho Interactive. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. I'm Chris. Um, and I'm a uh, designer of the game. Okay. Uh, I'm Pav, uh, I'm a project manager. And I'm Sam, I'm the lead writer. Right. Well, thank you all for, for joining us here on the Sausage Factory. You're welcome. Um, great name for a developer. So <laughs> why one would want to interact with a psycho? I'm just saying. <laughs> um <laughs> It's apt, believe me. It's very yeah. appropriate. It's very appropriate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this show does start off nice and, you know, there's a gentle learning curve to, like your video game, like any of your good video games, a gentle learning curve. Um, so we start off gently by asking you your name. <laughs> yeah. And then it just ramps up to the point where you go, I can't, I'm not answering this. No, it doesn't get that bad. But we do really, really get into the detail, which is why people listen to this show. Um, so, how did you make your start making flashy, lighty video games? I call them that because um, we need to say games, it could mean tabletop, and I play a lot of tabletop games as well, so I suspect you do too, I get that impression. A lot of video game developers make, play just games generally. So, um, how did you make your start? Yeah, uh, I think uh, it would be uh, best to ask uh, our, our uh, CEO, Chris, He's been interested in, it's in games. It's so long outrageous. story, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, designing games since I can remember. Uh, and in um, primary school, actually, I, I, I made my first bird games. I, I, I still don't remember why people don't want to play them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I made a lot of... of I remember uh, doing stuff like that. You, you, taking Monopoly and saying, I don't like Monopoly, but just to turn it into something else. Yeah, yeah I just tend, tend to cut, <laughs> cut a piece of paper, and, and small, small cuts like that, and then, then, then make a, a lot of uh, game mechanics on them. And, and yes, and yeah, I usually share it with my friends, and we, 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 just, we just play. And then they, they they try to do it as well, and, and but <laughs> they like my a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I've, then I I went to uh, making some uh, proper R- RPG systems uh, and, and and like uh, figure games and other things like that. <sighs> On some point, I I just uh, find out, I, actually I, I I love games all my life. I spent so much time on them. Then I thought. Hmm. I spent so much time. I wasted the time. If I don't do something out of it and I do something with it, uh, it will be like I spend like ninety percent of my life. So I just, I just, I just, I just want to continue that. I can completely uh, empathize with this, but yeah, carry on. Yeah, and I just, just. just <laughs> Just, just love it. I just love it. I, I cannot yeah. do anything else, actually. Because then you entered uh, the mods, didn't you, as well? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And then I, I went to uh, making some modding uh, for uh, various games. Which, like, which games could you give uh, like, fuck out? Like, Project, Project Reality, for example. Uh, okay. it, and it was the Polish mode, a right. Polish uh, version of it, the, the Polish faction. Uh, 
the Total War. Uh, yeah, the Morrowind Total War and a few other other ones which which Morrowind. Uh, Morrowind Total yes, it was War. Yeah. Morrowind Total War. We, <laughs> we, we take Morrowind uh, characters and factions and make armies and put it in the uh, Rome Total War. I don't know how to deal with this. And <laughs> more than that. <laughs> Told you, Sarah Kate, it's very appropriate. Okay. Can, can, I, can I sort of carry on with my life hoping that doesn't exist? Yeah. <laughs> no offence to yourself, Chris, please, but I'm just freaking out of that. <laughs> really am. So sorry. That felt so offensive, but it's like, I can't... I can understand modding Morrowind, because everyone did that, but... <laughs> Make it into Total War. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was such fun. I, so, did you take Total War and mod it, or did you take Morrowind and mod it? Actually, there was characters uh, of uh, Morrowind, uh, right? Like uh, all the uh, ebony um, warriors and other uh, like uh, uh, classes, liches, and things like that. And we just make army of them and put them into the into the Rome Total War. So you uh, and we, we, we actually make like a tactical uh, Morrowind, uh, so you 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 could fight with it. Uh, we just have a couple of uh, um, armies then, and 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 and, and that more died, like most of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it was end of the story, unfortunately. I, I enjoyed so much, but. Uh, yeah, and it's like keep me a couple of years until uh, I uh, I learn different fields of uh, game development, uh, starting from like uh, 3D game design, a little bit of animation. Then I went to like maybe more like game production and 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 uh, hmm, dealing with programmers a little bit more uh, on, on on that side. Uh, then, yeah, I went to uh, university doing game modeling and animation course. Uh, so, yeah, I'm still doing the same thing in my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, what about the rest of, the other, rest of you? Would you want to share your stories or...? Well, uh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, was, was trying to assemble a team. Right. Who throughout throughout his uh, <laughs> throughout his entire life, really? How many people have you have you worked with? I don't with? know. Uh, 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 hundreds, <laughs> maybe not hundreds, but yeah, but a lot of interesting people. Uh, some of them uh, already working in the industry. For example, uh, uh, if you if you if you know uh, the Batman. Uh, so uh, yeah. Yes. So 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 they 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 uh, they pro um, the pro- senior project um, promo artists who 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 making all the awesome uh, promo arts. Uh, so we have you, some, some people from, from working us. with us a couple uh, like two years ago uh, on some different uh, attempt to okay. make the game, <laughs> and we have here two other guys. Uh, behind us, which are actually our artists, they are very devoted as well. Uh, we we know each other for like how how many years? Six. <laughs> it was like a lifetime, right? It's just yeah. just I, I've seen the art for 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 Voxel Field. Very very impressive. Yes, uh, really. I love the fact that you're putting people's like backers into the, into the game. That's kind of fun. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually one of uh, I'm actually one of um, 
uh, one of the characters uh, that are yeah. going to appear in the game. <laughs> um, He's the saber. Yeah. yeah. The guy it's with the saber character. Uh, a commander character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So we we like uh, joined our forces. We we all uh, artistically inspired. And we, uh, all, we have we also all, cr- all, crazy programmers. Yeah, we've got they are really, really crazy guys. Yeah, they, they are, they are. We love them. <laughs> and yeah, we have to be a little bit unhinged to stare at code, right? Yeah. We've all seen the Matrix, right? Where he talks about, I, I don't see, I just see the code now. There's the redhead, the brunette, and it's true, they do. <laughs> Even on the days off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what a funny story. What do they do on the days off? They program. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for, exa- for example, yeah, when uh, when our programmer takes a, a day off, he doesn't he doesn't go f- to a pub. He doesn't uh, t- take a, a holiday in, uh, near near the lake. He just he just takes a break from programming voxel field to programming all the tools, and that's that's his day off. Yeah, that's why <laughs> a bit of light programming. Yeah, but, but, a little but, bit of light. But actually, that that's what, what uh, how the uh, voxel field idea. Uh, comes up because we we used to work on some something different and in in one time he he just he just okay I need to de- take a break uh, one day a break and and then we, we uh, come up with uh, with some uh, with voxel engine and I thought hmm what we can do it with that <laughs> and that that's how the voxel field it is amazing how voxels has made a comeback. Thanks, Minecraft. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's it. I remember way way back in the day. There's some there's some there were some games. Um, Delta Squad or Delta Force, I think it was called, and that was all on a voxel field. And this is way back before the 3D accelerators and engines. And this is back in the late 90s, and it was the only way they could really, you know, they there's basically fractals they were using to to create landscapes. Mm. And um, it's nothing like what you're doing now. Actually, no, it is. It's like the embryonic stuff because uh, um, that's all. It's the best way they could do it, and it looked okay, I guess. Um, for the time, it was quite impressive. It needed a beefy machine to run for reasons you know. Um, but uh, yeah, voxels making a comeback. Anyway, so that's how you're making a start. You're you're, you're making this game. You've, you've been working in the industry doing. Bits and bobs, and and uh, maybe doing freelancing or just contracting your work out and that sort of stuff. Which is you've got to put you know money on the on, uh, in the bank and uh, food on your plate and the roof over your head, right? So that's what you've got to do. So now you're making your, your, your own sort of start. And what are your influences? What, what you're all creative people, and I know you said uh, one of you's a writer and uh, sort of stuff. So what was the things that you are drawn to and then draw from. So you do it individually? You can, yeah. Yeah. It probably is different for each one of you. Yeah, it definitely is. So your uh, Battletech would be your one, wouldn't it, Chris? Uh, Battletech, yes. Uh, actually, I love Battletech. <laughs> is that, that's a tabletop... Um, uh, yeah. It's a it's, war game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it actually was the, 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 the uh, figure <laughs> game as well. There was a couple mm-hmm. of... Uh, my favorite was actually card game. Right. Uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, the producer killed it, and just, just I, I was I was amazed. They just just leave the uh, the Pokemon and and uh, um, uh, the Magic the Gathering. 
Yeah. Yes, they, they they just leave the Pokemons and and the uh, and magic and they kill the rest of the, the and and my favorite one was gone unfortunately, which I loved after really good mechanics. I have. Yeah, I feel that way about Blizzard when they killed off their CCG. Yeah, Warcraft <laughs> CCG was really good. It was really good, and now everyone's playing. It's called Hearthstone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like what the hell. I've got all these cards. I can't use them anyway. Um, so okay, uh, any, any, any else? Anyone else? Yeah. Well, uh, apart from uh, well, I, I create music. Apart from being a project manager in in the company, right? Um, I'm going to be doing score f- uh, for Voxfields. Um, probably uh, my inspiration uh, would be. Um, uh, would be music by Hans Zimmer. Um, he's uh, he's more like a film composer. However, uh, these uh, these these two, uh, you can always tell it's him. Yeah, yeah. You you can always tell it's yeah. him, and it's it's always epic. Yeah. Uh, and and what he does as well, it, it, he mixes electronics with uh, orchestral music, uh, which which is really good. And uh, taking that into account, you, you can easily transfer this sort of thing into into, into games. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, as for me, yeah, I'm more story like person. I'm, I'm a big reader. Um, like for the sort of tone I go for, looking towards like William Gibson, Neuromancer. Oh yeah. Um, that book was nuts. Carry on. Neuromancers. Yeah, Dark Library. Yeah. You know the Warhammer books. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was reading through the Horus um, Heresy thing. Yeah, they're, they're really good. It's like, uh, yeah. there's one in particular called Into the Maelstrom, and it's just like a collection of short stories. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, that that universe is just weird. Just yeah. straight up. That's what that's what life is like forty thousand years from now. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's mad. <laughs> it's just like, how could you possibly? Well, there's trends. No, no, there's not trends. <laughs> We can't even remember. You know, we know what we don't even know what it's like thirty thousand, forty thousand years ago from now. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but that's a discussion for another time, right? But it's like we didn't uh, even do reading and writing back then. It was that bad. So yeah. <laughs> uh, the biggest influence because I'm going to be doing um, into like character relationships within the game. Uh-huh. So, some some characters will like each other, some will hate each other, and but they'll all they'll all know each other basically. Um, that was inspired by Joe Abercrombie, who is a fantasy author from the UK, and he does like pretty much all of his characters at some point have met each other, which I find is just really interesting to me. Like they've all got a big web of relationships that like branch out from the war, basically. The war is the epicenter. As a someone who's not a creative writer or hasn't read written a story. In I can't remember probably some on school sort of thing, an actual fictional story. Yeah. Um, I always find I'm a DM. Okay, I've I've run lots of I play. I'm doing a Dragon Age game right now, which is really right. fun. Um, and the reason I, I raise um, this issue is that I find that surely the best writing, the best constructs should be should should one not if you're writing fiction, okay, literary fiction. Should you not focus on characters, yeah, and then throw them into various environments or plots and scenarios, and make sure those two mesh? Uh, if you have two-dimensional characters you don't care about, 
and then you throw them into an amazing world, it's just not going to work, is it? Yeah. And and vice versa, if you have these amazing characters, but they're not doing anything particularly interesting because there's nothing particularly interesting to do in that world, then it just doesn't work. It sounds all very basic and obvious to you, but it's something I've I've always latched onto. My favourite films of literature have been about the people. Mm. I, I, I love Fargo. I really love that film. One of my favourite films. Um, it, it's, there's scenes in it that don't, are not needed, technically, to progress the story in any way. Yeah. <laughs> but... Have you heard of a film called The Man from Earth? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. People keep telling me to see it. But... It's brilliant. It's, it's, it's just about characters, but it's ba- it takes place in one room. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's like they're just talking, but they've all got such distinct personalities... Yeah, that it makes it interesting, and the story that this guy tells himself is really interesting, and the, like people's reaction to it. So t- stuff like that is my bread and butter. Yeah, I, so I'm, <laughs> I'm writing what I'm saying here. It's just it's just an observation. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've heard writers say the best writers. What's the you know what you know, they give advice? What you should do, and they say play an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. just to play an RPG? Play not, a, not video game one. I mean proper pen and paper. Just play one. A yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they say. You know, some of the best writers out there, screenwriters, so, I'm talking about, uh, play RPGs. <laughs> so, good stuff. So, next question then. I told you it's ramping up. <laughs> and this one, this one um, is the, what developers, a lot of developers are going, I'm not answering that. I'm going to annoy someone. Um, but who do you most admire in the video game realm? Oh. Let's see. <laughs> I'll go it doesn't have me. to be a person. It can be a company, okay. too. I've got, I'll go for me. Uh, Ken uh, Levine. Ken Levine. Yeah, he's popular. He's, he was on my last show. He's, he, was, he was cited as a big influence. Because he's ballsy. <laughs> yes. I, I really, really loved Bioshock Infinite. I know I a lot of people it, yeah. love to hate it. Uh, and quite frankly, the opening sequence where that, it was quite violent. I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. But Shocking, is, yeah. But then when you, you as a writer would understand this, I hope. Yeah. In context, it made complete it sense. It makes perfect <laughs> sense, yeah. It's, that's the point of it, really. Uh, but he, for me, because who, who else would you think that would create a game like that? Yeah. It, it's only him when it comes, when it comes to mind. Because he's got the, got the sheer balls to, balls to do that. Yeah. Because it is nonsensical rubbish. Oh yeah, rubbish. but it's, it is a lot of it is like as well. But <laughs> massive plot holes doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, yeah. how did this happen? Why is it so many questions um, not answered? He's just had the the moxie to do it, basically. Yeah, and also so beautiful. Oh yeah, it's a stunning game, and yeah. he's got like a distinct style himself, like visually and story wise. Like you could tell it's a Ken Levine game, like with System Shock too as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, he's got a very distinct pattern, but not predictable, if you see, it, see what I mean. He's writing Logan's Run now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Mm, um, I thought it was Silent Running he was doing, but it's not Silent Running, it's Logan's Run. All oh, right. Um, I was, are you familiar with Silent Running? Sorry, a lot of people don't know that film. But... I'm not familiar with Silent Running, but I know Logan's Run. Yeah, yeah. Silent Running, you should see that. That's the best. See, there we go. We're swapping film tips now. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listeners, go see. It's, it's depressing. Very depressing. But really, really good film. Silent Running. 
uh, from the 70s sci-fi in its truest sense. Um, very sad, very sad film. They shouldn't remain it. I don't think they're going to either. I think there's rumours, but please don't remake that. Um, <laughs> it needs to be your influences. Uh, Peter Mullings. Peter Mullings. Mullings. Yeah. yeah. Chris is Peter Mullings. Okay. Uh, Which particular game of his do you think? Oh, actually, uh, entire of his... Uh, okay. Actually, Dungeon Keeper has my favourite. Oh, Dungeon uh, Keeper. Yeah. yeah, black and white. <laughs> Dungeon Keeper is really held up. You can still play that, and it's fine. I, mm. I, I still play it as well. I have fir- first one. He didn't make, actually, a uh, second one. And, and I, I, I'm really... Uh, uh, unfortunately, this, uh, this, this this what happened to Bullfrog is... is uh, yeah, EA. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. They're not your most admired people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. EA yeah. just like, oh, no, let's take Westwood and destroy them. Okay, great. Let's <laughs> yeah. take Bullfrog and destroy them. Yeah, great, thanks. Let's take Mythic and destroy them and make them make a horrible, horrible version of Dungeon Keeper to the point where it's illegal. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Oh gosh, this is this is so disappointing. Yeah, how how, how much they can screw it. my favorite game actually. You know, at least Activision hasn't done that. I mean, they're evil, but not that evil. Ubisoft <laughs> <laughs> evil though. No, yeah, well, yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a conversation for another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> what is good about uh, Peter is actually he he. He's uh, about innovation. Uh, once he uh, came to uh, our university and gave a speech, uh, I'm I'm really I'm really uh, impressed of his charisma. When when he actually walked into the room, people just was like pushed off of him and just 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 like oof, take distance. Is yeah. is very very. Uh, He's a presence. Presence, yeah. yes. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, he's just, just very, a very charismatic fellow. Um, yeah. I'm going to show you something with you. I My first ever LAN game, my local network game. Most people, it's it's Doom, and that's fine. I did play Doom back in the day. I told you I was old. But the first ever game was Populous. Yeah. I, I had an Atari ST. My friend had an Amiga. And we had this serial cable. We linked them two up, and we played Populous against each other. <laughs> And it was just mind blowing. Absolutely, yeah. we had no idea we were playing the future. We just thought, "Oh, you can do that." Okay. <laughs> he actually, he actually yeah. mentioned how how, uh, how he did uh, the uh, populist because uh, that that little uh, um, guys didn't want to go when he wanted them. No. So he thought, "Hmm, let's let's make them just wonder whatever they want." Yeah, but actually, it, it, what, what, what he said is it, it, it's that he's his incompetency as uh, as programmer make the populace, and actually it works. But this is the the thing. Sometimes you you you're getting inspired by your own mistakes, and yeah. you're, hmm, that works. And yeah, yeah. That, that definitely happened way back in the early days when people didn't know they were just prodding and poking into bits of. Actually, literally poking into bits of memory, a memory address, and going, "Oh, look, look at that! That's that's weird," <laughs> and then make a game out of it. Amazing. Uh, I think that's two influences, or sorry, admirations. Anyone else? Sort of. Uh, Brian Fargo. Say again. Uh, Brian Fargo. With Fallout. Fallout series. Fallout one, two. Brian Fargo. Oh, right. Fargo, yes. 
<laughs> with um, Wasteland 2 and stuff. Yes. Yeah? Uh, yeah, but... What an amazing feat. Okay. Wasteland yeah. is okay, but, but I think he had better times with... Uh, uh, with the uh, Fallout, Fallout, Fallout. Is brilliant. Yes, yeah. Fallout, I, I, I like Fallout Tactics. Fallout Tactics yeah. was yeah, that, it was right. great. Yeah, no. um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Tactics. Um, I like it just tactics you know. well, but it's like use the concept to take those sec- like different level a little bit, but uh, as well, it's don't 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 follow the um, that's. Um, yeah, the, the climate—it's it, changed to something else. Mm. But as a game, it's, it's okay. But as a story, like there is not any game like like that. Uh, I didn't see a, any. Game yeah, that like game could for, the, the, for years. Mm. The Fallout games could make you feel wretched. Yeah. Absolutely wretched. Actually, you know? there's one game uh, which I like for the type of it. It actually was made from the guys who left. Uh, the Fallout uh, series. It was actually tro- Troika uh, Troika uh, games, which they create the Arcanium. It's oh, really good as yes. well. Yes, the uh, Arcanium is that the obscure game? Um, God, it's like, like steampunk like sort of steampunk. stuff. Yes, yeah. Like, but you had can, dwarves you... running around with machine guns. It was quite fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> The, the, that sounds the, hilarious. But the, the the world itself is such a big. Yeah. It's even if I think it's even huge. It's bigger than than, than Fallout uh, Second yeah. itself. Yeah. You can so, you can even become a god over there. To <laughs> the, it's to, very hard. I I, I spend it, yeah, just just I don't know how many months of yeah. the on that game as well. Uh, as, uh, as same same as Fallout. I just just play it play it every way possible. Uh, you can actually pass the fallout w- w- without using even one bullet. Yeah. Just, just, just uh, negotiate uh, your way through everything. <laughs> just basing with uh, charisma and and, and yeah. just, just just going and win the way match straight away. It's, it's very very definitive of an RPG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very good. Brilliant, brilliant answers. Thank you very much for that. And of course, Brian Fargo is very successful with Wasteland Two in his in his Kickstarter. So yeah, something to take from that. Um, phenomenal success actually he's still working on it I'm trying to get him on the show it's really hard uh, I, I will I will get him <laughs> so now it's the last question of the first half so you're, we're ramping up now to, to talk about Vauxhall Field in detail so um, prepare yourselves but before we do this is my favourite question because it gives me a hint as to what developers are working on and sometimes they give me a complete curveball and go what? But your it doesn't make a lot of sense. But here it is. Um, what are you playing right now? I'm not talking about Voxel Field. I'm talking about so what. What are the games are you playing? I'll go right first. Now? Okay. Uh, I've just finished Dark Souls. Oh, for one or two? One. Okay. I need. I'm, I've yet to purchase two. <laughs> the way you said one, like are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it took me a year and a half to complete that. <laughs> Um, uh, I only finished Demon Souls, so I, I tip my hat to you, sir. So. Uh, and now I am playing Outlast and uh, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, the latter. Really? You know, I I picked that up for twenty two pounds on the PC. I've, I've got it on the PS4. Yeah, I mean, I saw the PS4. It's like fifty quid. Like, I got, yeah, I had some vouchers for Amazon. <laughs> Yeah, great. So Go for it. For a tenner, so but, I can play. <laughs> I just, I just went. Well, I can get it on PS4 for fifty pounds, or 
Less than half price on my PC. Yeah, exactly. I I'll just do the PC Scandalous. thing. <laughs> and I've got my PS4 controller hooked into my PC because you, I'm sure you know you can do that. So, yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> it may not be my couch, though. It's my office chair. But, oh, well. Oh, well. No no worries. Okay. Awesome. Uh, any, the rest of you, what else are you playing? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, that is the thing. This is a question, actually. Uh, when when I actually become like more designing, uh, uh, more about design, uh, the voxel field, uh, I I have to do, I have to, I have to play all the mobas possible. Uh, ah, you say you know, I empathize with your pain. Oh, uh, <laughs> I I I, lo- I love them, of course. Uh, some of them are better, some of them worse. I I can I can I can start to. Um, start, start mentioning all the uh, titles, uh, but it was. What's your favorite? Let's just do that. What's the okay. one? My favorite. I won't, you, I won't take League any offense. Sorry. My favorite is League of Legends. League of Legends. Uh, but I also really like actually the first um, opposition of of, of uh, League of Legends, which was um, the Heroes of New World. They actually right. it was for, for, for first after. Uh, after um, Dota, first after original Dota, of course, uh, and unfortunately they they they, they change b- business model from 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 a payable one to the free to play, and that killed it. Before that, they they, they they was very good. They have quite a good community, uh, but now it's become toxic. It it, uh, it, mm. it 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 was it it it, it is toxic. The the uh. the, the mm, Actually, if you if you went to uh, Heroes of Nero, you you will have to be prepared to to to, to just face the swearing <laughs> because it's just more swearing than anything else. No, oh, you'll know. Blah, blah. It's this quite extraordinary. I find this. Uh, we've had we've had a moba on on this show before, and I asked a question which I'm not going to ask you because it's completely unfair because your game's not even out yet. But their game was. I won't say what the game was, but uh, I asked them. You know, how are you going to deal with? Um, you know, community toxicity, you know. How are we going to deal with people hurling abuse at new players? Which makes no sense. I mean, without new players, the game they like to play will die. Yeah. Well, it's just a, ridiculous. We have actually got um, something implemented, something in the pipeline for that. Okay. So we could answer it if you like. Um, I tell you what, why not? It's just a free-flowing show. Let's do this. It's not part of the question, but yeah. what, what's your personal plan to deal with jerks? <laughs> yeah, we've got um, a game mode that we're going to create called Prison Escape. And right. Basically, if they do like certain behaviour, like they swear at people, they troll. Yes, yeah, they're, 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 they're naughty. They're naughty. <laughs> they're naughty ones, which was reported a lot by well, the different players. They'll get sent to their own league, like specific to their gameplay habits. And to to get out of that league, they'll have to do the reverse of that. And then they'll go into the prison escape mode proper, which is where, if you want to explain what it is. Yes. Okay. So basically, the, we we have speci- we, we we tend to have specific leagues for trolls, for uh, uh, for abusive language and things, just to show the, them how 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 hard it is to to cope with that kind of behavior. And then if they got uh, uh, enough points, they they going to the uh, game mode because uh, uh, prison escape. And you actually are a very very uh, crappy Mac, uh, like handmade it, <laughs> maybe. And uh, you have to escape 
the gate of the prison, which are guarded by three uh, uh, three judges, uh, three, three ju- judges, and and they are very well ex- uh, equipped. There's like uh, twenty escapees and three um, judges, and you have to run for your life. Because they will kill you, definitely. And they are, they're going to be player-controlled by people who are like consistently most value player and get yes. upvoted. So they'll, they'll be picked from like a lottery. So, 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 so there, is, there is only way to, to, to win uh, the, uh, that, that game mode to become the judge by fair play. If you are not, you will just constantly be put into the jail and the jail and the jail again and again and just, just facing... To the point where they'll just walk away. Like, yeah, yeah. And maybe we will just just learn on on some point or, or not. But but instead of banning people, we just thought, okay, let's let's show them example <laughs> and and let's let them learn on their mistakes, basically. Yeah. Yes, and and this is this is entertainment, so this can be fun as well. Maybe a little bit more fun than than be banned. It'll be, it'll be funner for the judges, <laughs> and, and for the yeah. judges, it will be definitely fun to just 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 wipe out of them. <laughs> Uh, this is like okay. a special uh, kind of reward for for being a good <laughs> good player. Yeah, that's psycho interactive for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anything else before we move on to Voxel Field? Not that I can think of. No, no, no more games. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, the Last of Us. Okay. What the PS4 version or the uh, PS4 version, the, the the remake? Okay. Yeah, I th- I think it's it's fantastic, and uh, it is. It is a fantastic. Game. The, the immersion that the, <laughs> the, this uh, this game uh, provides it's 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 amazing. It's the characters feel as they they were alive. Very uh, three dimensional. Yeah, yeah, they're great, and the sound design. Uh, me me being as as the sound designer and a composer. Uh, like uh, it's the tickers, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, the bloody tickers, and yeah. there's the ones that the I can't remember what they're called now. It's like because I didn't play the game last December. It was my it was my Christmas game, if you will, mm. uh, very festive. And uh, just see, they're, they're bloated. They're these big bloated bloaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they really terrified me because taking them down was nigh on impossible. Yeah, and when they and, rip, especially when they rip your jaw up yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, and there's a section in the game. Well, you actually literally have to sneak past one. Yeah. Right next to it. Yeah. Um, and I must have gone through that five or six times. I would never knock down a difficulty going, no, I'm doing this yeah. on normal. Yeah. Shut up. I'm doing it on normal. <laughs> and uh, I didn't throw the controller in frustration because I knew the mistake was me. But yeah. I remember bolting through that and booking it out of that mm. area. And uh, I won't, it's late, very late in the game, everyone. So it's a... Uh, what, if you haven't played it yet, you've got that to come. It's going to happen. It's uh, it's terrifying. It's pitch oh, black. It's, it's yeah, you know the bit I'm talking about. It's just yeah. like oh god, yes. can we just can we just run? <laughs> just run. No, don't run. Oh god, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Yeah, but uh, I don't, but I I find it amazing how just little things in in this game make it more convincing. Like. For example, if somebody gets out of breath, it's just it just feels yeah. Uh, yeah. That it's it's supposed to be there. Uh, and the dialogues mm. that, uh, they they appear during during gameplay, and it's uh, it doesn't seem very uh, unnatural. It's it's just it just seems like like the whole game seems seems like an animation, but you can interact uh, with the world. And yeah, yeah it's some of the most natural dialogue I've heard in a video game. 
all things to be inspired by. Yes. <laughs> so, let us end the first half, move on to the second half of the show where we talk about voxel food. So, gentlemen, zero to question. So, it's a bit of a Asimov reference there, if you're familiar with the rules of robotics. Um, zero to question is, uh, tell us about voxel field. <laughs> so, it's nice and easy. You have to tell us. What is it? <laughs> oh, gosh. It's... There you go. Nice <laughs> <Last> question. <laughs> it is a MOBA, but it's more to it than that. Come on. What is it? Well, it's going to be a MOBA, but we're going to have other game modes as well. Um the purpose behind it is is basically that you can just well the the big selling point is that you can destroy everything on the map, mm-hmm. and it's the first game in the world with fully destructible real time environments. Yeah, and you can uh, actually use it tactically. Yeah, a big deal is that uh, it's not only about cool visuals, but you can you can use destruction uh, in in gameplay, like uh, just kick somebody into a building. Uh, collapse buildings on your on your enemies. Uh, set up traps. Yeah, pick, uh, up, pick up walls and throw them at people. Or use it as a shield. Or use it as a shield. Yeah. yeah. So, so a dirty, dirty great shield wall can be picked up and said, "Okay, you're once a lift shaft. Now you're a club." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Can you use us also uh, the the height of the building and um, just. Um, be on top and just just ambush someone. Someone just just jump in on it or something like that. Mm. Uh, also, there is uh, interaction uh, between between um, um, between our objects and, and and the mech you you uh, playing. For example, if if piece of of wall just fall on you, uh, you will be hurt. Uh, as well. You can just throw people through the walls. <laughs> it will be uh, it will be uh, hurt even more. <laughs> uh, yeah. Another thing is uh, we 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 working on on the uh, minions, uh, which actually using uh, the the environment. Uh, yeah, they adapt to it, and they adapt to it, and using this as a cover, they can they can hide, they can they can. It's like a macro version of Battlefield. Uh, only uh, only it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dice. Sorry, but come on. That's a cheap shot. <laughs> it was a cheap shot. The uh, aesthetics that we're using as well is like very inspired, very much inspired by cyberpunk. Um, the game play- takes place in the non- not too distant future, where like rival mega corporations are fighting for dominance in the American mainland, which has now become like a part of the like a separate entity, which is basically like. A super UN, if you will. You get sense, man. Well, I was going to come back to uh, to, to mobile genre because I, I I personally think it's it's a mech action game rather than a MOBA, but it's uh, in, but the gameplay is inspired by a MOBA. Okay. And you mentioned that we're going to have different uh, game modes, so, yeah. so we're going to have like a free for all, a team deathmatch. 
Uh, and the MOBA type yeah, game, the, like a side objective yes. capture. Yeah. So the, the Teeth Deathmatch, is it a bit like, uh, don't you remember a game called Mechasaur on the Xbox? I don't remember it. Do you yeah, know? Mechasaur was uh, basically um, uh, Mech Warrior. It's more like oh, it's Mech Warrior Light. Yeah, I do remember it. Yeah, <laughs> it was very. It's a very long time ago. It's yeah. when the Xbox Live certain first came into being, which is yeah, around the time of Halo Two. Yeah, and no, I think the was it Halo Two? Yeah, it was just before that. Yeah, around, yeah. around the time I remember yeah. it. Yeah. It was just like one of the first games, and that had just Team Deathmatch mechs. Basically, it will cruising be around to, 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 to Mech Warrior just just yeah. Uh, you you're fighting for frogs and you will be able to respawn after after kill and like uh, so so this is different. But you have two teams and just killing each other until one team gets the score. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so the next question I have for you is: you talked about destructive scenery, but what you haven't really dealt with or expanded on. Do you? Cause damage to other players when you when you are throwing bits of the scenery at them, or is it just a a means to slow them down? Both. Both. Yes, you can you can actually slow them down as well. You can you can rip part of the mech of your enemy and slow them down. For example, reducing one of his leg. Okay. Uh, Or you can just fell the building on his head to hurt him even more. Right. Uh, as well, you can just 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 make yourself a passage or hole to the to to, to the building and, and just pass it through. It will take a while because uh, you have to dig in it. We have also uh, the um, different uh, strength uh, or different res- resistance of the boxes, uh, which means, for example, if you if you if you destroy the wall, there will be some um, mm, metal uh, construction. The like, fillers in it. Yeah, like rebar, rebars. Yeah, rebars. Yeah. yeah, rebars, which 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 are much harder to to, to hit, uh, and and destroy. So so, okay. yeah, you have a lot of possibilities. Also, you you, you can actually dig into the in, into the ground. Not in the current build. We, we we we're just showing that, but yeah, it's a little bit buggy yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can you can do whatever you want. That that the voxels are going from one side to another. If you want to split the sea, you will split the sea, and and you can you can you can go through it. Um, what about the creeps? That's the the AI controlled. Yeah. Creeps. So 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 this can is... they be hurt by by your destructive tendencies? Or? Yes, of course. Uh, but they they also will be using that that uh, for their advantage. They will can. can they will be able to to, to, to cover for the uh, remainings of the building using as a as a uh, trends or yeah as a okay. Can they become installed into into buildings? Can they like dive into buildings and start yeah, shooting? Yeah. And... yeah, yeah. They, I mean, ultimately they're trying to get to the base, but they can, surely... they can they can even make an ambush in it. So right. you, yeah. you you just when you walk uh, with a mm. mech, you you don't expecting that that the swarm of missiles mm. will just. Yeah. in your yeah. mech and yeah. they, they they tend to be hard they, we we want to make them really really hard not in like like in other games when you just just wipe them out and get yeah. the from it more 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 appear they will right. think a little bit what's <laughs> interesting as well i think is that uh our buildings have got interiors 
So uh, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Like yeah. staircases and stuff. Mm. So uh, that will be recognized by AI, right. uh, and uh, minions will explore explore that in in the tactics. Yeah. And uh, as Chris has just said, uh, they're gonna they're gonna be trying to to ambush you from uh, from inside of the buildings, from the top of the buildings. As far as being damaged with the environment as well, like if they're all on top of a bridge, and you can think like, oh, it's going to take me quite a lot of ammo to shoot them all individually. So instead, I'll just blow the bridge up. That'll fall down and kill them all in one go. Right. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that uh, we want to inspire players to do, to think tactically how they can use uh, the, um, the envi- environment tactically, how they can uh, use locations to their advantage, pretty much. Okay. Make it seem really natural, like yeah. have these little natural it's, instances. It, it hasn't been done in games, has it? Like to, to this, uh, to, so to this degree. Long. But yeah, the, the the idea is, I I wanted to create that feeling you are actually on the battlefield, not 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 you are just somewhere in the wood and, and just 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 I don't know, uh, killing innocents. Just on the battlefield, you have that front line and you're pushing that to the enemy base. And uh, from the other side, your enemy pushing his front line. And, and, and you have that, that feeling. You're just, just going there uh, somewhere between the building. The, the, the yeah, and as well, as, well as chaos. Yeah, uh, the battles aren't scripted. So yeah. a game shouldn't be either. So yeah. much like a battlefield, it will be completely unscripted. Yeah, we, we, we don't want to make it uh, as a clear uh, as other MOBAs when when you when one player actually care more about how 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 is how, how the game is the best uh, if, if there won't be too many things that's just to sh- show them uh, how to play but we actually have that d- dynamic uh, environment which is changing all the time and it's you can apply with it with blind eye. Uh, you, you have to you have to adapt to it, and you have to um, use it to your advantage. As well, it, it, it will be dirty. A lot of uh, uh, like explosions, uh, uh, dust, and, and clouds, mm. and things like that around. So that's why I keep thinking, you know, it's it's not a typical MOBA. Typical MOBA uh, have uh, MOBAs have got uh, certain rules, like three lines. Yeah, uh, clear, stuff, clear stuff gameplay. Like, everything's like. Um, I'm, I meant more like they're, they're very restricted. I love the fact that we've got creeps dodging in and out of bits of rubble. I'm really looking forward to, to seeing yeah. that, playing that myself. Yeah. It's not uh, so easy to kill them actually when you're pointing with them like, like anti tank weapons and stuff. So this balance between them, and it's very very important actually aspect I didn't mention. Yes, uh, because the balance of the uh, of the gameplay and people are always asking, oh, how do you balance that? And mm. actually, balance have uh, two layers over here. First balance, first layer is uh, like in other mobas when you actually equip your mates and becoming more powerful, and then you can wipe out your enemies easier and easier, and probably uh, as such. Uh, but it's also balance between the um, Actually, the environment. If you flood out your enemies' buildings, they might be not so powerful anymore if they cannot like use it for their advantages. And uh, as well, uh, as a light mechs are quite uh, mobile and they can yes. actually escape through the uh, burst of missiles and things like that. 
on the corner of the building, and so you just they are just hitting to the wall and things like that. Right. Uh, you like heavy mech won't be able to do it because it's heavy and clumsy. It's like very very powerful, having a lot of weapons, and you want to you don't want to face him on the open ground when he just plows you uh, out, and 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 you won't be able to probably scratch it with uh, uh, light uh, weapons. Uh, but uh, between the buildings, uh, the light mechs can actually like flank him. Can use that that um, cityscape or yeah. environment. Or what's left of it? <laughs> yes, but if, if, it's, if it's non non none of it uh, there anymore, so it will be very hard, very hard to to dodge uh, from from uh, missiles uh, when there is no buildings. Right. Uh, so so there's like <clears throat> the balance going from uh, like in early stage will be more about uh, lighter max then it will go to the medium max which are kind balance uh, in the late game they will be probably only uh, only heavy max important okay. but actually uh, you mentioned that you can change max during battle yes you can change max during battle when you actually uh, choosing your character on the on the beginning you are you are tied to it and it is like in other MOBAs, but you are, you, your like uh, health and uh, armor and other stuff like that is actually um, defined by Mech. Mech have his hit points, he have his armor, and so of course it can be raised by using different equipment, some shields, uh, additional uh, like anti-missile weapons system and things like that. Uh, but uh, but actually, uh, the most uh, important is actually the mech itself. Uh, and you can change it during the battle. So you, you can plan your battle. Yeah, you can, you can plan your battle and you can adapt yourself to the situation of the, how the environment looks. So this is leading to my next question about how you can modify your, your mech with yes. uh, the, the shop. If you will, yeah. of okay. uh, which is what is the tradition. That's assuming I'm assuming that's where you're going with this. It's just you know, as with mobas, you have a shopping list of things you can bolt on to your character that can enhance them in some way. Yes. 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 So basically, you on the beginning when you choose your character, the ma- and the match uh, start. Uh, the next thing you're gonna uh, you, you have to buy is your Mac. So you probably will start from uh, buying something cheap. And uh, something which actually fit your character. Some character are better uh, with the heavy mechs. Some some are better with some more agile mechs. Uh, so you have a so, um, selection of, of, of cheap mechs uh, you can choose from, um, and then we will probably try to build it a little bit more uh, in the direction. That your uh, character determined to, on, on to the to your gameplay as well because the character have few gameplays as well they scaling up with different things. Uh, so you have uh, the central point which which is called assembly point and there is like a big elevator uh, when you are actually appearing and right. lift up and, and and drag out your your uh, your uh, mech and your pilot. Uh, and uh, yeah, so when you when when you're on that point, you can actually uh, choosing uh, different uh, weapons 
and mount onto your Mac. Uh, so it's kind of like Chrome Hounds in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with Chrome Hounds, but that had your ability to bolt on various weapons and various configurations. I mean, actually, any mech-based game has had that, but to have it in a MOBA is, well, it's quite ingenious, really. Makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that <laughs> makes perfect sense, of course. You know, it, it's actually more tangible than boots of running faster. What? Yes. <laughs> well, every, every mech is actually... Uh, have its own it's even how to say it's that is even going in a little bit uh, further in that way because uh, every mech have his uh, mm, slots he have uh, weapon slots and cargo slots right uh, weapon slots are for weapons yes. you can actually fit any weapon which have enough uh, uh, uh Space. If if you have, for example, weapon uh, which 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 take uh, four slots, you have yes. to have four slots. Uh, uh, it's heavy and heavy, medium, um, or small, medium, and heavy. Right. Actually, there's 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 two point two yeah. times two grid a slot. There's uh, three times two uh, grid right. and three times three. Okay. So three times three is the biggest one. Uh, you can actually fit smaller uh, weapons into bigger slots as well. But, uh, of course, if you want to be more efficient, you probably want to ha- have the maximum mm-hmm. loadouts on the slot. Another, another thing is that uh, every slot has its own direction of movements. For example, if it's like arm slot, it's going only from, from front to the right. Uh, so, how would the money work again? Just to explain that. Um, yeah, you must earn cash per kill yeah. or something, is it? I mean, and so you have to successfully take out something with your own weapons, not an assist? Or yes, yes. Can you do it with assists? I don't know. You can do with assists or you can right. do with uh, with your uh, killing. Of course, uh, the for kill you have more um, more resources than from, from assists. What about uh, killing another mech? That's, what you, that's a big... That's a big yes. cash delivery, is it? Yes, it's, it's, it's the, the, the main goal is actually killing, killing the, the, the enemy. Uh, and uh, for the creeps, uh, or for the minions, or we actually call them infantry, uh, we have also vehicles. So. Right, <laughs> thanks. Yes. Thanks as well. Uh, so uh, for, for killing them, you, you gather some uh, money as well. But also for, for holding some strategic, strategic points, uh, you you generate uh, money for for your uh, uh, for for our team. So the more um, the, the more uh, strategic points are uh, under your control, then the more you generate the money for for, for your team. Uh, okay. Yes, this is this is a little bit different mechanics than in in in, in mobile general because. Yeah. Yeah. You have usually three lines and, and like... Uh, yeah, yeah, three lines power, which are stuck. Funded. I mean, you can cut through them going via jungle, etc., etc. Yes. But yes. in this game, in, Vo- in Voxel Field, from what I can gather, you can make your own lanes. Yes, but actually... <laughs> yes, you can make your own lanes, but actually the, the, the uh, front line on the beginning uh, is flat. It's actually from yeah. both sides, 
the armies going as a line, and they meet it on the on, on the on the on the middle of the. Uh, oh, I see. They, okay. they, they, the the lines are naturally made by uh, obstacles. If there will be building, they will go around it or just use it uh, as a as a uh, cover. Uh, but if you destroy it, they will try to use it as a, maybe uh, some uh, trench more more than than cover and. Uh, it, it's not working in that uh, way as in, in um, other MOBAs when you have three lines. It's actually one very big flat line. It's just the environment. This is the battlefield. Yes, the environment defines the lines uh, and its shape. And you so, can reshape the environment and you mm-hmm. can, uh, uh, in that way, you can actually uh, control the lines and you can have any shape of line you want. And you can have your own towers because you have your own installations and all sorts. Yes. And ambush points, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Uh, one, one last point, then, one last query, um, and because it's all related to what you're talking about, trust me. Um, one of the failings I find of MOBAs is that uh, another team finds they cannot win. You know, they reached a point in the game, there's another 20 minutes to go, but there's no technically technical way they can possibly turn things around. Um, how have you solved that problem with Voxel Field? Hmm. So, this is actually a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, it's a little bit different mechanics uh, than Indeed. it is in the uh, in the other MOBAs. And you actually, uh, there are some strategic points, and you can have them in. You can actually generate some resources from them in two ways. First, first is actually capturing them. They are captured by your uh, uh, by your infantry. You are you, you're not able to, to do it. You have to just drag and push your line to, to that point because they only are able to go there and and, and bring flag on the top of it and then they building um, kind of a stronghold in the place. And from that point, you're generating uh, income. But if your t- uh, enemy destroyed it, he will uh, get uh, income from it as well. Right. First by by killing it, and another uh, by uh, actually drag uh, the infantry okay. to it. So um, it can be sometime really uh, different experience than than in other um, mobas. You know what I'm talking about, right? When you reach to the point where, like, yes, I can't. This, this is it. I mean, we can't even surrender because the game doesn't allow you to surrender. You just have to keep going. Suppose having structural environments is going to yes, yes, but be able to like compensate that because you could, if if so, for example, all the minions are in one place and yeah. they are like wailing on the base, you could probably just destroy the building. That'll come down. That'll solve the minions problem. So then you could focus on the other mechs. Um, and then if, for example, somebody is using uh, a building, they're on top of a building and they're raining fire down and they've got your, your base like pinned down, like do ambush them by going around, blowing up the building so it falls down, and then they, that's damaged them in turn and brought them on your level. And then just using the environment in that sort of sense that, that is actually you can solve multiple problems... Yes. With it. Yes. So you this could, is one you could, thing. To, to come back from being in a losing position, you would be able to use the environment to help turn the tide of war, basically. Brilliant. That's what I want to hear. That's what I thought Actually, was the case. 
there is one more more mechanics about that, and I would like to mention it because we have we have ammunition, which is limi yes. limited, and you if you want to uh, continue look like your uh, siege, uh, you have to go to your base and and, and grab more, more 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 money. But you have something like um, supply lines, and you can probably. Uh, some of uh, mechs can probably go and attack the supply lines and 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 pick up the uh, convoy of uh, of of supplies and cut out your your uh, enemy uh, sizing your base by uh, holding their supplies. Um, Another mechanic we're going to implement is a stagger mechanic, oh. which is um, if, for example, your your, your mech is shooting like all of its guns in one go. It's going to build up like quite a lot of recoil, and eventually you'll be if you haven't run out of ammunition, you'll be able to topple yourself over. People, right. People can then see that meter building up and say he's about to fall over. I'm going to give him a little nudge, hmm. so you'll basically knock them over. And there are going to be weapons which are very low in damage, but have got high stagger. And in terms of our management, so uh, we've got what's called weapon groups. So uh, you can uh, assign each uh, weapon slot uh, to a certain uh, number on a keyboard, and, and that means they can create uh, uh, different combinations. For example, on one, if you press one, you're going to have a, a rocket, a laser, and, uh, and, and, a, and a machine gun, and that's what you want to use uh, uh, against, for example, yeah. tanks. Well, if you wanna if you wanna have a combinations of uh, weapons that's anti infantry, uh, that's gonna use less ammo. Uh, you can assign, uh, for example, just light machine guns uh, to number five, and then you know that you're not wasting ammo. You're just uh, shooting with the weapons that are, are made for for the purpose. So all of those aspects yeah. together are gonna. Pretty much make it balanced throughout the but whole game. But also, you, you you can also because of the uh, weapon groups, you can also split your your firing power. So, for example, one one weapon group going in in, in one direction, another one going to different direction. And for example, you, you can you can shoot your uh, mech with uh, uh, enemy with some kind of auto cannon, and your machine gun can be turned into uh, somewhere else uh, to the uh, to killing some some uh, infantry. You can you can. Actually, go in how many direction you want because you can group group the uh, uh, weapons differently. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, it's, 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 this is overwhelming. <laughs> loads of loads of information. I can't thank you enough for sharing it all because it's it's it looks like you've really well. I know you have thrown yourselves um, to, into this extraordinary project and. Uh, I think it's 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 unique enough, and it deserves a, a, a presence because. Um, so it sounds patronising, but do you know what I mean. It is a very crowded genre, uh, and very brave of you to actually step up and go. No, no, no. This this is awesome. There's nothing against what's out there right now, or maybe one or two. But really, this is this is great, uh, and, and I, I congratulate you and applaud you for for that, and thank you for for making what you are making. Um, now, it's coming out on Windows PC, is that right? Uh, it's actually going to be Windows, Mac, and Linux. Oh, we are doing all three. I was wondering that. I couldn't actually determine whether that was true or not. But, yes, makes sense because you, you're working on the Unity, I guess. So. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be that easy because we're going to have to uh, 
rewrite our technology uh, for uh, for, the, every or, platform. for every platform. But we thought it would be a good but, idea to, uh, to to give. Uh, very least we uh, can do. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, it was the reason why we actually uh, didn't. We finished to work on our own engine and just use Unity because of portability. Yeah. And yeah. it's actually working really well. We squeezed uh, like a lot of boxes yeah, we, from, from we started us. 60 from, million. We had our own engine, moment. but we just uh, took the core of our engine and transferred that to Unity. It was actually quicker than, than Unity. Yeah, it was 500 frames. It was faster. I'm sure, I'm sure, but there, there it is. If you go make some compromises sometimes, yeah. um, which I know is painful. So, just to be clear, then the Kickstarter ends when the 18th November. So the 18th of November, um, and the game is called Voxel Field, all one word. So go to Kickstarter, type in Voxel Field, and voila, there it is. Um, you're looking for how much? $95,000? Is that right? Pounds? Um, pounds. £95,000. Which is not a small amount of money, but it's quite small for a, a video game. Um, I think I, I'll put it up there with... with <laughs> for mobile. Yeah, for, for, for <laughs> tabletop. <laughs> I, I, Destruction <laughs> engine. Yeah. yeah. No, please don't don't take an insult of that because there was there's, there's no, no, a, no, no, all the time. You're not double fine for pity's sake. <laughs> um, you know, let's not go there. Let's not discuss that. But uh, uh, they certainly started the ball rolling, didn't they? So uh, this yeah. is why you're you're doing what you're doing now. Where why many games have been successful because of that three million behemoth that was uh, double fines uh, entry into the Kickstarter land, and that all started it off. Um, thank you again for being on the show. Appreciate it. Wish you the best of luck uh, in getting funded. So far, I'm just. I'm not, I was going to say. I'm not going to say. I might jinx it, but I don't believe that sort of thing. Every every Kickstarter competition or, or, or campaign that's been on this show has been funded. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so this will be number four because we've had three so far. So it'll be number four, uh, and uh, so that must mean something. Maybe we're just like a lucky charm, <laughs> or maybe generally people actually listen to the show and go, you know what, I'm going to back this. And I would, everyone. Uh, it's it is different enough. I caught them at Play Expo. I was walking by. I thought this looks different. Oh look, bits of Lego flying off other bits of Lego. <laughs> And then you said, oh, it's a MOBA. And then I got really interested because of my <laughs> my article. And then it's, it's, it's yeah, great stuff. So, um, all right. Well, um, best of luck with it then. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You. And so ends another episode of the Sausage Factory. Do leave us an iTunes review. And you can also, don't forget, listen to us on Stitcher.com. So just go to Stitcher.com and you can stream the show from there you just look up the sausage factory and you can find us that'd be great you can follow me on twitter at chris o'regan no apostrophes and uh, if you want to email me any feedback on the show or actually you're a developer you listen to the show and want your game featured on it please do email me at chris at spong.com bye